0: Hi, right, Miller and Condon, welcome back. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. You know, listening to you two reminded me that they are uh, are, they, are they finishing up at the Sphere? Is it finishing? I think it's coming to an end. As much as we get to Las Vegas, where's the
1: Sphere on your list of to do? Because everybody that goes there is just blown away. Oh, right, and it would have to be something that I'd actually want to see. Now, maybe just to go to go if you can find a cheap ticket, you know, for something just to be there. So but is the only thing you can go for a concert? I don't know. I don't. I don't know guess. if they're going to have acts or plays or shows or things like that. I wouldn't anticipate. Can you just that that go and take to? a tour in the middle of the day? And I, I don't. I don't know what they'd show you. All right. It wouldn't be the same experience though as what you get. I mean, it looks spectacular. It really does. YouTube 2 doesn't do it for me. No, not me either. I mean, they're really good. Don't be wrong. They're right in between kind of each of our eras too. It's a yeah. little bit too yeah. early for yep. my rock music. Is more of the grunge of the early '90s. Mm-hmm. That's my rock music. Mm-hmm. You're back in the '70s, And so I it's was clinging to that music, yeah. right? So it's right in the middle for us. Yeah. Them, REM, you know those bands, the Butt Rock, of the Motley Crues, and the Guns N Roses yeah, and Roses, and things like that. I'm yeah, out. that's well. Our next guest, Scott Doctorman. that's his kind of music <laughs> right, that right. he likes. But... By the way, he's going to come up at twelve twenty. Now, if Pearl Jam was there. Absolutely. I mean, that would be destination going to make that happen.
0: I'm not sure I would want to go. I don't necessarily want to see a concert there. I just think I want to go in and. I mean, is there. I don't know. What if the Stones were playing there? Oh, my God. I'd pee my pants. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Right. A little more graphic than I was anticipating (laughs) there.
1: So that's an absolute.
0: Yeah, for sure. But if
1: it's just somebody that you you like. I
0: would go see it just because I want to see the sphere. I've heard so many people just raving about it, been
1: by it a million times, watched it built essentially mm-hmm. um, and it's just so cool all the different things that they do yes, with the LED absolutely. screens on on the outside look. There's a at movie it. you can go to apparently during the oh. Okay. Well good. Eh, there's something. Something, yeah. So maybe
0: when we're out there for Big Twelve Media Days, although you bought your plane ticket, yeah, so I'm not sure you're going. I'm going. <laughs> I'm
1: going. In fact, I was looking last Where are you night. Up? I'll be there. So don't does worry. Frontier have a sim- cause you're your Frontier dude normally. Yeah, I get Frontier for really cheap. Well we got a Frontier credit card with a ton of money. Oh, you on do? It. Yeah. Oh, so that, that makes was a a the reason. Of difference. But you know what I did actually last night? What's that? I didn't realize. So I got it like two years ago. I didn't realize that there was an annual fee after the first uh, year, <laughs> and we got dinged on that one all of a sudden. And did you pick up the phone and call? Uh huh. Well, did, actually, they I just it did away? it online. Oh, did they? Did they yeah. knock it off? Yeah. So, just uh, did that and got rid of that one. So looking around, I think the Southwest though is great because of the bags. Yep. And it's TV. Yes, and we have to take the equipment out there. Mm-hmm. Makes it a lot easier because. Mm-hmm. You can find Allegiant flights for a lot cheaper. Right. But the way that we have to travel. Now, since you already have Southwest, you get two bags. I've had you in the past bring it out I've there. I've been the mule. And you made it work. Absolutely. I was a little surprised <laughs> you were able to pull it off. But well, we get picked up in a limo. But so. that, that helps, too. Because there was that one time we went out there, and I took that early flight and got there before our oh, show. Oh, we, yeah.
0: We went on the air at what 9 Pacific, and yeah. you showed up at like 857, yeah. I think. Yeah. Got but you connected. made it. Uh, that was a legion. It was. That was a legion. Yeah, that was March, I think, last year. Was that? Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Anyways. A lot uh, of fun trips out uh, there. No, I love it. Love it, love it. Can't wait to get back out there. All right, uh, Scott Dockerman coming up. Uh, Kevin O'Connell was speaking. Andy Reid spoke this morning. Uh, somebody asked Andy Reid, the key to being a successful coach, you know what his answer was? Patrick Mahomes. Well, that's kind of what he said. Get a good quarterback. <laughs> that helps. Uh, th- that helps. But O'Connell was asked about Kirk Cousins. And it sounds like the Vikings are going to bend over backwards to try and reset. Now, if this is O'Connell speaking, mm-hmm. um, and he, and he believes that uh, Cousins wants to be a Viking, I hope that works out. I do, right? And then, you know what? And, and even if um, even if it means you you use the 11th overall pick and you grab a Michael Penix or a Bo Nix or a JJ McCarthy, how do you rank those three? By the way, Penix, Nix, McCarthy.
1: Penix, Nix, McCarthy. As a pro quarterback. Yeah. Mm. That is very difficult. I love Michael Penix. I loved him in Indiana.
0: I did, too. He didn't score against Penn State, by the way, but anyways. He did for me
1: because I think I had the Hoosiers (laughs) on the money line or something like that. Yeah, Um,
0: Boy, that was a game. I think it's Penix. I think it is, too.
1: I don't see it with McCarthy. Help me out here. Trent, you're preaching to the choir. Why I couldn't agree he, with you more, and yet they love him. Why are they so enamored by JJ McCarthy?
0: I don't get it. I mean, yep, I see the Michigan resume. <laughs> I see how far he got that team. Mm-hmm. It's the most important position in sports. You're undefeated. You won the national championship. I get it.
1: Yet at the he, at the he br- didn't carry that team. He didn't. It's not. He didn't put the team. On he his wasn't back. Cam Newton and Auburn. Right. Ryan Leaf at Washington State, who took a decrepit program mm-hmm. and th- took them to heights mm-hmm. never seen before. Or since. He took them uh-huh. and he handed the football off. It made a few plays, yes, but I don't get it. I just don't. I know he's athletic. I know he can make all the throws, but how did they beat Ohio State? Physicality. How did they do it the last two mm-hmm. years, being more physical, mm-hmm. an elite-level defense? They didn't do it because of the quarterback. I want my quarterback to be that guy. Yeah. I want him to be able to do it. Was there a game? Probably that first Ohio State game two years ago where they were just going down the field and Ohio State just wasn't ready for it. Mm-hmm. That would be the one, I guess, I would point to. But overall, that's not it for him. I love the fact he's played in big spots. I mean,
0: the the NFL stage, I uh, don't think will be too big for him. He won't yeah. be like starstruck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and sounds like know. a great leader, too. He, yeah, he does. Yeah. So, so, But we
1: haven't even talked about Bo Nix. What's, what's his? Is just too inconsistent? Well, you, you could tell me that he turns into being a, an eight-year starter and has a really nice career. Okay. You can tell me he flames out in a year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I The variance in him probably has to be as wide. A ceiling that could go incredibly high and a floor that might be the lowest mm-hmm. out of all those guys. Because at minimum, McCarthy can be, I think, to competent backup and hang around for the league for a long time. Same thing with Penix and the way that he makes throws. But if Bo Nix flames out, would you be surprised? No, I wouldn't. He's a very difficult one to get a
0: read on. And At the same time, just as you said, if he goes and he plays eight or ten years, yeah. I would, that wouldn't surprise me either. Uh, I won't be surprised if the Vikings, if they do re Kurt, resign Kirk Kurt Cousins, if they draft a
1: quarterback. So what kind of contract are we talking about here? Is this a, a one-year deal? One or two, probably. If you're Cousins, though, and you can get three or four, All right? Mm-hmm. You go out there in free agency because I thought I saw something. I didn't click on the article. Something of upwards of $51 million a year for Kirk Cousins. That's too much. Now, I don't know with salary cap structures. Now, I think another reason for that, if I remember the headline of the article, was because the cap went up so much it more. It was huge, yes. Than people anticipated
0: uh-huh. this year. Um, He'll be 36 in August, so 38. To, uh, so 38, 30. I don't know. He was excellent. coming off an
1: Achilles, but says he's fine. Kirk Cousins in big games hasn't been great. He'll put up the stats. Yeah, he won't win you the big one though. That has been he hasn't yet the knock against him he throughout his yet. career, and that has been what we've seen. I think he was Kirk heading Cousins. in that direction this year. I really that believe- it was suddenly going to change. I, well, he was
0: having a hell of a year. I think he was playing his best football, and I thought that they had a decent chance to you know make an impact in the NFC. Not saying that they were going to beat the Niners. Mm-hmm. Not saying they were going to beat the Lions and win the division, or the Packers. Boy, that division next year?
1: It's going to be a bear,
0: especially if the if speaking of the Bears, uh-huh. uh huh, is pointing up.
1: So, what did you take from the uh, the comments that we saw from Brian Pohl saying that right now they don't have a master plan? There's no master plan. Of what they're doing at the quarterback, they don't know. I read Peter King yesterday. He says that they're going to keep, uh, they're going to keep Justin Fields, keep Justin Fields, keep Fields. I don't get it. I don't understand. They want to know which direction they're going to go, and he said he'd like to know tomorrow, but mm-hmm. no, that, that's not happening. Paul said it just depends on what opportunities pop up. Well, yeah, if somebody blows you away with an offer, yeah, sure. that's, that's an easy one. Like, they got a year ago uh-huh. from Carolina, and right. the way that they ultimately played out was about as good a possible of a scenario. You got an elite wide receiver. You get the number 1 pick for this year. Mm-hmm. The chances that that kind of deal falls in your lap two years in a row, probably not real high, is it? Well, they've got the one spot. They're in the right spot to get it to fall into your lap. And you just keep going out there with yes. a running back playing quarterback. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, and that's get it. You can see Justin Fields winning a Super Bowl for the Chicago Bears. Mm, is that what you're telling me? No. No. I don't think he I, I no, I don't think yeah. Uh, I'll back again. I
0: can't. I can't. All right, 12:15. We'll take a timeout. We'll head to Indianapolis. That's where Scott Drumen is. Uh, as the combine is going on, Doc was uh, tweeting about Kirk Cousins, so we'll start there with him. He joins us next Miller and Khan to Des Moines Sports Station. 106
1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
0: Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Our friend Scott Dockerman uh, is in Indianapolis for the Combine. And Doc joins us. Uh, Doc Trenton, Ken, thanks for coming on. Doc, you've uh, you've been to this before. Is it uh, as well attended this year as in past years? I know some NFL coaches are staying away from it. Um, I guess is it running its course or is it still a pretty popular event, Doc?
2: Mm, yeah. I mean today's the kind of the first day of when you have uh the GMs and head coaches talking and and there are quite a few that are missing on the head coaching front, which is disappointing. But overall, I mean, I was I just stepped away from kind of the pit there with all the interviews and, and uh you know, I would say that there's still quite a few people here and then the players start to talk tomorrow.
1: We'll get uh into some of those players and uh let's go to the story though of the day and Something you talked a little bit about on Twitter earlier this morning. I uh, talked about Kevin O'Connell. We mm-hmm. talked about that, Kirk Cousins, and the potential of him coming back and becoming a Minnesota Viking, short-term deal, those kind of things. is Has that been kind of the most buzzy thing that you've had so far this morning?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, the of the ones that I've attended, I would say that was one that I was most interested in, and part of that is because, you know, I mean, we know his age now and he's coming off a major injury, but he also had a lot of success last year. And, and, uh, there's a positive relationship between Kevin O'Connell and Kirk Cousins. So, um, it, you know, right now it, it seems to be, you know, the contract will be different than the ones that Kirk Cousins have previously had, which have been 100% guaranteed. And it looks like it's going to be a little more, well, at least the Vikings want a little more team friendly, uh, contract. And that's one that's, uh, you know, being discussed right now. There haven't been, you know we still got a few more weeks before you know franchise tags need to completely be implemented and and I don't know if they'll do that but uh you know this one it just it seems like there's a little bit more of a of a team based uh, thought on this cuz uh, you know he's They don't want to have to pay the guarantees fully if he gets hurt again.
0: Uh, Did Justin Jefferson come up in any conversation as far? Because there's been rumors out there that the Vikings may go to uh, the extreme and actually trade maybe the best receiver in the game. Uh, I'd be surprised. Did that come up, Doc?
2: It did a little bit with the GM, and he was still talking when I stepped away gotcha. here. But, uh, but uh, you know, he is—he uh, seems to be 100% committed, at least on the podium. You never know what happens off sure. the podium. But, but to, to Ju- Justin Jefferson, but he is—you uh, know—they are starting to talk about negotiations, and they thought they had him on close last year. But, but here they are—you uh, know, it's—it's <laughs> going to be intense, no question.
1: What are our Chicago Bears going to do, Doc? Uh, what's been the buzz there in Indianapolis? Obviously, holding the number one pick. What has the scuttlebutt been in India about what the Bears are looking at?
2: Yeah, I listened to Matt Eberflus a little bit. I didn't get to Ryan Poles, but it, it just—it seems to me everything is pointing towards. Uh, a new era at quarterback. I would imagine that, you know, there's going to be several suitors for Justin Fields because he's better than some of them coming out and better than a lot of them in the league right now. So, I mean, be prepared for several offers there. But I, I think they are really interested in looking at, at the quarterback class and obviously at the very top is Caleb Williams Who mm-hmm. uh, he and the rest of them talk on Friday and then the, then some of them will throw Saturday and he won't be one of them of course I mean, you know, most of the, the first rounders opt out of that but I, my guess is that's probably the direction that they're going to go
0: hmm. Doc I, I know Denver was on the podium uh, earlier the reason i bring bringing it up I'm not going to ask you a Russell Wilson question but I will ask you about Josie Jewell who's played really good football since He's been a pro. Obviously, we know what he did at the University of Iowa, and he took that next step, and he gets better every year. He's got the headset in his helmet. The coaching staff trusts him, but uh, he needs a contract. Um, is, did you have a chance, or will you get a chance, to ask anything about Josie Jewell?
2: I haven't asked anything about him and, and a lot of the, the, I don't really usually do a lot of the Iowa stuff because everything gets really convoluted there. But, you know, he, he is out. Um, you know, they've, I think that's, uh, that's going to be an interesting negotiation for them because, you know, they've got a, a quarterback situation, which is going to take precedent. But yep. as you said, Josie Jewell's been a really important key cog to their lineup. And, and I think, uh, but it's also, you know, he's. Get, it's hard to say this because I, I covered him way back when, but you know he's approaching 30 years old. Jeez. So, um, you know, they, they've got to figure out what their future is, what kind of deal they're going to get, and then whether or not he's going to be a you know a gap filler for somebody else. So, uh, but he's had a really nice career thus far.
1: What is the infatuation with JJ McCarthy? Why are he, why is he projected as a first rounder? I mean, we know well on your beat, Kirk Ferentz loves the win loss record, but outside of that. What is it about McCarthy that people believe that he can be not just an NFL quarterback, a first-round talent, first-round quarterback?
2: He's got an amazing arm. I mean, Mm -hmm. he didn't show it a lot at Michigan, but Mm -hmm. some of the throws that he made are, are off the charts. I mean, he's... He's wiry, and, I, and that's my way of saying he needs to put on some weight. But he's an outstanding athlete. He, he's very accurate. I mean, you look at his, uh, you know, numbers, of, you know, completion percentage, and you know, he can probably double Iowa's, and they'd probably be right close to, to what McCarthy had. Uh, I think he's, you know, and, and the way he adjusts his arm. Uh, angles is uh i would say his confidence is is really infectious so he's got a lot of positives for him and of course as you said the winning doesn't hurt either i mean he quarterbacked a champion you know pair of big 10 championships and then a national championship so and he's and he's young so he's got a lot of room to grow so they see a starter kit that's capable of, hmm. of getting in there and uh and so i i'm really anxious to see how he competes uh, this weekend but also how he handles himself uh, because I think he's kind of a guy that everybody's eyeing and moving up, and it wouldn't surprise me if he sneaks in to be maybe be the number three quarterback selected overall.
0: Interesting. Wow. We'll, sir, we'll watch that. Uh, you won't watch Marvin Harrison Jr. Doc. What's the scuttlebutt about about uh, him passing up the event? He's going to be a top five pick. Uh, I guess maybe the thought presses I got uh, nothing to gain and everything to lose. But I'm surprised he's not there. He's a receiver, not a quarterback.
2: Yeah. I think right now you know you're you're seeing players that you know what's the what's the risk and what's the reward, mm-hmm. and you know talking to people is one thing, but if you're going out and you know running routes and you know you know, just maybe, maybe you have a flaw. Maybe you have a bad day running. Maybe you have a bad day working out, and then it plants the seed. And and one of the things with those receiver classes, I mean, they've got there's outstanding receivers. I mean, there's three in the, you know, in the top ten that normally would be number one, and yeah. as a receiver, so, you know, in his case, maybe it's uh, you know hold for now and. Maybe do it at your pro day where you're used to the surface a little bit more. So, yeah, that would that's probably that's mostly what will go on into it for for Marvin Harris.
1: Thursday here in the home state. We'll be keeping our eye on that one. Cooper DeGene and TJ Tampa will be able to hear from both of those guys. Uh, What for both of those players are are they looking to accomplish? We know Tampa, incredible length. He's got the size that you're looking for. What are scouts going to be looking for for Tampa? And on the other side, Cooper DeGene coming off an injury. Those two guys and, and kind of what they're looking to accomplish here in Indianapolis.
2: You know, I think... We'll, we'll start with TJ. I mean, you know, as you said, his measurables are outstanding and he's proven himself to be, um, you know, an NFL caliber cornerback and not only his performance, but just all the, the dimensions that you mentioned. So I think what he wants to do is be able to prove it, you know, and a lot of times that's just with the, you know, the, the, the underwear Olympics part of it, but. <laughs> But also, but also um, you know, be able to, to discuss, you know, in, in some of those one-on-one meetings, describe the coverages that he used, you know, under John Heacock and and be able to, to use that to his advantage, um, you know, and showing off, uh, you know, what kind of a brain he's got for football. And then, you know, with Cooper DeGene, you know, the medical is going to be one thing. Now, I, I don't think anybody expects it, there to be an issue there. Um, he, he's going to also, you know, discuss um, some of the things that he did at Iowa. He's not going to work out. He's going to wait until his pro day to. Do that, so that's going to be a difference for him. But, but um, overall, uh, I think with Cooper, <laughs> once somebody meets him, they're going to like him, and and uh, just all they have to do is turn on the film, and and uh, if everything is good, good to go with him medically for these teams. Uh, the only difference is, is, you know, how do they view him as a defensive back? Do they think he's fast enough to play corner or, or you know, is he a safety? And I would say under normal circumstances, it would be to his advantage to run. Yeah. But as he's still, you know, a couple months removed mm-hmm. from that injury, you know, I think probably waiting till his pro day is the prudent choice.
0: Where do you think uh, Heisey could be drafted as what, Doc? Could he sneak into the top ten? Let's say he wasn't hurt. Uh, He is, uh, so he's probably you know that that will knock him down a little bit. But is there could a could a team fall in love with him? I guess and and take a stab with him maybe before um, most people had him going.
2: Um, You know, it's possible. I would say top fifteen is probably more likely, Mm -hmm. simply because um, you you look at the quarterbacks. There's probably going to be four in the top ten. And then you look at the receivers. There's three more that are probably top 10. And then, you know, offensive linemen are really high. And, and, you know, those are mm-hmm. considered kind of premiums this year. There's not really a lot of pass rushers that, that enter that discussion, maybe one. And then, and then you got him and you've got probably, uh, Arnold from Alabama that are kind of in the in corner in yep, that position. Yep. Yeah. So, I, I think you might have him. Um, he might be in that discussion for top 15. But, you know, it, when you have that many core, quarterbacks and elite wide receivers and offensive tackles, it's it's really hard to penetrate that if you're a guy like him that's probably considered a, a tweener position wise in the secondary.
1: Speaking of offensive tackles, Joe Alton, Notre Dame, Alou Fashnu from Penn State. He's to the one. Elite level guys. Who do you like more out of those two?
2: Um,. I probably would say new a little bit more. I think he's just a little bit more de- developed and, and has the body. But, you know, there's probably a third one that I, I maybe like a little bit more. and It's out of uh, Oregon State. Uh, he's, he's He's got a name that I struggle to pronounce, so I won't. But I, I really, really like him. Um, you know, it starts with an F, his last name. And Fuangu? so anyway, he's. Yeah. Fuaga? No, 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 it's Flaga. Yeah. Fuaga. Um, yeah from oregon state and he's he's outstanding i mean he is physical he's mean he's also very good at pass coverage and i kind of think even though the other two are you know have the dimensions a little bit more i think he's somebody that's going to dominate the next level so that's why in our mock draft today i had him going to the bears in their second pick because yeah, i thought he was the best player available
0: i saw that doc <laughs> interesting <laughs> what about tory taylor doc
2: what happens uh probably probably mid fifth or sixth maybe yeah
0: yeah Yeah. i think
2: so i mean it kind of depends on the compensatory picks somebody's got four picks in the in the fifth round or something but you know to me the team to watch is pittsburgh they released their punter and uh they they were bad at just about every category and he wouldn't even have to change his colors for his uh uniform. So, you know, just change the sticker on the helmet. So, I, I think that would be one to really eye, maybe in the fifth round going to Pittsburgh. Are there how many punters there? Do you know off the top of your head? Is there a couple? Uh, I don't have my list on me since I just stepped okay. away, but I, I, I have, you know, there's probably about three or four. I, okay, I, is that same many? With, same with kickers, yeah, yeah, something like that.
1: You know, we see the uh, four guys from Iowa that are obviously there. Uh, Tory Taylor, Eric All makes his way. Logan Lee, what a great story he is. And, of course, Cooper Dejean. I was disappointed Noah Shannon didn't get an invite there. Any background behind that? Obviously, not able to play this past season. He'll have an opportunity to work out in front of teams in Iowa City when they come through. But that was one I was at least hopeful for, just from a personal aspect, to see Noah Shannon get that opportunity. What's kind of behind all that when these invites and when you're getting down to those kind of players? Do agents try to pull strings? How does that exactly work for those fringe guys?
2: Well, they've been, they've been bulking up the, the combine more and more. I mean, they try to invite players that they believe are going to be drafted. And, and I mean, you know, the one thing with, uh, with Noah Shannon, he is, he, he's he he lists at six feet. He might be six feet, and he's not quite three hundred pounds. And he's a defensive tackle. It's really a, a tough place to to try to play. I mean, it's gonna it's based all on technique for him as to get into the next position. I don't know that he's a he's really anybody that would get drafted. So that's probably why he wasn't here. I would say Joe Evans might have had a little bit more of an opportunity mm. of the of the bunch. I thought he might have been a late round guy, but but by and large, it's uh, you know it's a, it's just a group. of you know people in the NFL and scouts and whatever that you know kind of decide uh, you know who's who's the more draftable prospects and you know Logan Lee has got the size and the length and um you know and he's probably a, a, at least a better prospect I mean who knows I mean once you get an, if you get an opportunity you can go in, you know do whatever you can do but but I think uh you know right now it's all about the draft
0: Mm. Who is the uh, the one player that um, will have the biggest, I guess, uh, media crush around him when he when he meets it? Would, would, would it be Williams?
2: Yeah, oh for sure. Yeah. And, you know, because he's he's right now the projected number one. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's been the scuttlebutt about whether or not he wants to go to Chicago or not. You know, his former, you know, quarterback coach is now with Washington and Cliff Kingsbury. Mm-hmm. I mean, so there's going to be a lot of different discussions there uh, with him. I think any of the quarterbacks generally get the most feedback and 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 most traffic, and so Friday is going to be very busy on that front.
0: Good stuff. Anything else, Trent? Scott Dockerman in, in in Indianapolis. Doc, what will uh, uh, us Athletic subscribers look forward to you uh, when we log on to the Athletic? What do you got coming up this week?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a lot of coverage from here, as you, mm. as you can imagine. I am going to write about Cooper. I think he's kind of important, but um, I, I do think that, you know there are other types of stories too. Because you look at tomorrow, that's going to be the first time a lot of these players have talked publicly about Nick Saban retiring or mm, Jim Harbaugh going to the NFL or. Kalen DeBoer leaving Washington, and and uh, you know you look at all the quarterbacks. Eleven out of the fourteen are transfers. So um, I talked to a couple of GMs and coaches today about that and what they look for, and and then you know I, I will have an Iowa mailbag tomorrow. Oh, good, uh, as well as a, a story and kind of melding six on six with the current popularity of women's basketball later, and I think Sunday is when that publishes.
0: Hmm. I'm guessing that a lot of those uh, players that will be there. Will be asked about Jackson Dart's um, uh, NIL agreement with a charter airline company that he gets to have a use of a private plane. Doc, did you ever think we'd be here?
2: <laughs> no, that is a, that is an amazing contract. It really, is what, this is every day there's something new coming out of that nil world and and we at the athletic have have some stories coming up on the nil you know so this one i'm sure will be very prominent <laughs>
0: absolutely thank you doc for stepping out and giving us a few minutes we appreciate it uh talk with you next week thank you scott dockerman okay. Take thank care. You. yep bye bye scott dockerman from the athletic as he checks in with us from indianapolis so JJ mccarthy um the third
1: scott about there maybe the third quarter so who drops Drake May? Drake May? Maybe. I think we're set. I think we have the top four figured out. The top four picks? Yep. It's done. You th- Call it okay. into the commissioner right now. Because Arizona has the fourth
0: overall pick.
1: Yes. Hang on a second. Let's this is go. done. Okay, so it's Caleb Marked Williams. February 27th. seventh. has got this thing figured out, and nothing's going to change. Caleb Williams won. Yes. Drake May 2? Yes. Jaden Daniels 3 yes. to the Patriots.
0: And Marvin Harrison Jr., four to the Cardinals.
1: Call it in. Let's start with the fifth pick. It's done. Hmm. There's going to be a lot of conversation about it. Yeah. But if we're going to look back here in late April, and we had this thing figured out two months before. Well, it seems pretty... I mean, all three teams at the top of the
0: draft need a quarterback. If you say that just... If you're not a Fields guy, mm-hmm. um,
1: need quarterbacks. I think you're right. <laughs> we're going to go through. Now, that doesn't mean that we're not going to speculate and come up with different scenarios because that's what we do. We love to do it. Yes. However, I think it's set in stone. Now, there are opportunities to bet on the NFL draft. There are. Plenty. And if it plays out in that fashion, I mean, you parlay that thing together, Uh you're going to be looking at a pretty price. Um. So and who's five? The Chargers are at five,
0: right? And they probably need an offensive lineman. Yes, absolutely. You know what else they need? Um, the the Bowers from from uh, Georgia. Oh, he'd be
1: good, would not he? Yeah. yeah, he'd be really
0: good. See, I've seen mocks where he falls all the way, and I hope it happens because I've got Bengal tickets on the yin yang already. Uh huh. That, that he falls to
1: Cincy in the mid teens. Can you Ooh. can he fall that far? Yeah. Brock Bowers missed a lot of time last year. He did, and that's where the concern lies. We know there are certain teams that he is a cross-off as a first-rounder because of medicals. There are certain teams that do that every single year with some top-level prospects. Mm -hmm. Now, who could throw a wrench into this? One guy Into the the top of the draft? Into the top four. Uh,
0: Into the top four. Um, Well, obviously, a quarterback-needy team, the Raiders, the Broncos, Mm -hmm. maybe the Vikings— Moving um, up to
1: four to get them and yeah, trading with Arizona, or moving, yeah, yes. but without a trade, without a trade, without a trade, everything well, stays. Then, you the same. know, no, then you know who the team is. It's your Bears. They just say the hell with it. We're taking Harrison. It.
0: We're taking Harrison. Yeah, or Malik. I like neighbors a lot too. Yeah, I do too, but he's, but Harrison's a guy. right. Yeah. I like Dunes at Washington. Yeah, there's three receivers in the top ten or potentially. I agree with Doc. Uh, the team that could could, uh, could be the fly in the ointment would be the Bears. Yeah. And wouldn't you hate to rip up your ticket but by
1: by your team going against the way you saw <laughs> uh, the draft? <laughs> whatever they'll do, they'll screw it up. Mm-hmm. What a place to be with uh, an organization that you root for.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love this time of year with the NFL draft. It's a, it's a blast. Especially,
1: for, thankfully, the team I root for gets to play this year. That's a good and one, right? Gets to
0: participate in the
1: draft That's this year. It's not very fun. You know what? One thing. I brought up yesterday, Daniels was throwing. Did you see that over the weekend, too? Because I was wrong when I brought it up. But there was something I saw over the weekend that he was going to do throwing at the Combine. And he's not? And then that's not the case. I don't know if he changed his mind. So he's just going to do it at LSU's pro right, day. yeah. Which most everybody does. He's going to go through the interviews and do all that. But I swear I saw something, I think it was on Saturday, that he was going okay. to throw at the Combine. And then when I brought it up yesterday, somebody sent me an article, no, he's not. I don't know okay. if that had changed or what it was. He's but... the quarterback in the draft that intrigues
0: me the most. Oh, absolutely. I mean he's a Heisman winner. And... and he can chuck it a mile and he can run like a uh, Like like I mean, who had a better college career? And one played at Louisville, one played at LSU. Oh, I get where you're going. Right. Yeah. Um
1: <sighs> Lamar didn't have the same kind of talent around. No, he didn't. That's just no. what was my point. Yeah. Um
0: but they're really similar quarterbacks, mm-hmm. right? Oh come on, Sean Payton, do something, dude! What? what do you want? I want him. Oh, you want Jill yes? Oh,
1: I don't care if you have to pull a Mike Ditka. <laughs> Get the whole damn draft and throw in Russell Wilson. Is that mean that Daniels going to wear a wedding dress like Ricky Williams did on the cover of ESPN magazine? Whatever it magazine? takes,
0: I'll all come to work in the wedding dress and do the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your love of quarterbacks, yeah, especially talented quarterbacks, and I've watched an. Awful quarterback.
1: He talks a good game, but boy, does he stink. And yet, Russell Wilson, even the latest incarnation of Russell Wilson, the last couple of years, would be the best quarterback I've probably seen in a Bears uniform since Jim McMahon. <laughs> think of that for That's, a moment. Yeah, that stinks. Enough of your complaint. That leaves a mark. Miller and Condon back. Uh, you How many plays of the day do you have today? We're adding. I think we're up to four right now. We're going to dig a couple more What's numbers. What's the, Hawks the number, by the way? It is. It was eight and a half this morning. Didn't have a play. Let's see where it is right now. Yes, yeah, still eight and a half. Do you have circa. a breakdown of bets? Uh yeah, I can bring that up. Give me just a moment here. Eight and a half, circa. Eight and a half. Yeah, pretty. There's a nine out there. at bet rivers for Penn State. If you want to go that direction, um, I'll get it when we come back. All right, we'll do that. Trends plays
0: of the day. Circus Sports sponsor those. One segment to go. Murphy and Andy, one to three. Jamie Pollard in studio, two o'clock. Uh, For the Iowa State Athletic Director, it's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3.
2: Trent's Pick of the Day is brought
0: to you by Circus Sports. Download the Circus Sports app today to play with Trent
2: or against him.
0: Hi, Millery Condon. Welcome back. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trends plays of the day coming up in just a second. Let's go spend a couple of minutes on the game itself. Yeah. Um, it was a 10-point victory when these uh, teams played earlier this year. When was that? Mid-January? Was that later than
1: that? Yeah, I, I think, think it was later,
0: later than that. Now. Yeah. I think it was now, come to think of it. Uh, but regardless, it didn't go the Hawks' way. Um, Got down
1: huge, turned it over a ton in the first they half They had of a ton game. of turnovers, yeah. that's what I remember. Had 18 in the game and I think 12 in the first <laughs> half, so uncharacteristic for you them. Know? They came roaring back, took a lead. And, and Cricky had a big offensive game did. that day. Yeah, <laughs> offensive game. Put that caveat in there. <laughs> Most of the time when you're talking yeah. about Ben Crickie. Uh, that game was played on Thursday, February 8th. So, Jeez. yeah, just three weeks this ago. not far long ago. Um, yeah. Let's see, what else? Was Josh, Dixter, Josh Dix yet? He had nine points, three of five shooting, three of three from the line. So his emergence was starting to uh, be known. Didn't have an assist in the game, turned okay. it over a couple of times. Okay. Perkins had eight assists, also five turnovers. Cricky had four turnovers. Oof. Two turnovers from Sam, But scored a bunch. And McCaffrey. And Dembale. And a team turnover. Added all up for 18 turnovers. That's just brutal. Uncharacteristic. Uh, One more thing. Who's got it tonight? BTN or FS1? I think BTN. Iowa led with uh, just over eight minutes to play. 63-58. They gave up an 11 Oh, you know what it was, Trent? It was that Ace Baldwin Baldwin dude down the stretch. They couldn't stop him. Iowa comes back, ties it up. Penn State goes on a 13-2 run. Two big runs. The Uh difference in that one. A very winnable game. It was Ace Baldwin. It was. Mm -hmm. Uh, Baldwin in that game, he scored 22, six assists couple of rebounds. But most of his 22 were late in the game. Four steals. And yeah, down the stretch, 9-9 nine nine at the free throw line. For Baldwin as they put that one Jesus. away. Um, Take care, Business Hawks. You have to do this. And then
0: you have to win in Northwestern. And then you have to win in Illinois and win a couple. And then you hear your name called.
1: Wahab. Their big guy. Mm-hmm. Talk about well-traveled. Started at Georgetown. Went to Maryland. You probably remember him with the Terps. Went back to Georgetown. And now he's at Penn State. Jeez. And where's he from? Uh, Nigeria. Yeah, good for him seeing the country. I think he was. uh, I think he was a prep school kid in the northeast. I think Iowa was actually involved with him recruiting wise, if memory serves. And ultimately, George uh, chose Georgetown. But he's been around a long time. There's so many of these guys. Like, did he? Oh yeah, he did play there. (laughs) I mean, leave a school, go back to a school. Now Mm -hmm. going to your fourth stop overall in five years. A crazy Baldwin came in from VCU along with Coach Rhodes, and I think he'll do a good job at Penn State. I know. Shrews- Shrewsbury leaving after they finally had some momentum yeah, last and year. And his team's had they've been awful this Jeez, year. They're really bad. Hey, where did
0: they, they? Where did they? What was the building they played in last week? They hadn't played there in a million. The old wreck, years. the wreck hall. Um, but they hadn't played there in a long, long time. Oh, right. right. I remember Calvin Booth and company Jeez. in that. Why don't they? Sickie.
1: Why don't they play there? I mean, tonight, uh, mm-hmm. their home games are played in front of family and friends. Well, not only that, there's a lot of push to maybe make that happen again. They should. You know, another place they're talking about that a lot is in Columbus. The old St. John's Arena, where they played for years and years before they built the shot in the late 90s. Both of those places, both the big buildings for Penn State and Ohio State, they're huge. They're built for concerts. Mm -hmm. You know, they're multi-purpose type of things. Mm -hmm. Do what Kansas did and renovate Fog Allen. Do what we've seen at Hilton. Take those old buildings and then make them right I mean, there's a lot of people that say I should have done the same thing with yeah, the field house yeah. going back to the 80s when Carver mm-hmm. Hawkeye Arena opened up but there's more and more push for that now, so do, take take me back what was because I don't remember what was the buzz around Carver Hawkeye I was really little okay and it was just a state-of-the-art facility yeah. right and that was kind of the excitement level for it but I heard right away people missed the field house now you went from 10,000 and changed to 15,000. At the time, that was incredibly mm-hmm. important as things mm-hmm. were running along with that too. I'm sure that's a part of it, but we're seeing everybody's going back the other way, right? In the smaller building, yeah. more intimate, get in there, you actually make it worth the price of admission. All those different things, and it'll be interesting to see what Beth Gets comes up with in Iowa City at Carver. That thing needs to be redone. Something has to happen. All right, Trent, uh, we need to hear your picks before we run out of show. All right, let's do it here. We got five. By the way, picks. how much?
0: Are, how, how big a favorite is Houston over Cincy? Did you look? Uh
1: I didn't look. Okay, I didn't have that can't. one on my list. Okay. Um all right, here we go. Game one. Yep. Sister Jean <laughs> and Loyola. They're playing much better. In fact, the A ten outside of Dayton is very down this year. Okay. Loyola could be a team. If you're looking ah. for a deep future for that A ten tournament, and you know I always am. I don't know what their price will be, but Keep an eye on Loyola. They're getting four tonight at St. Bonaventure. I'm going to grab it. I think they have a chance to win that one outright. I hate this one because the public is also all over this play. Kansas laying the 6.5 against BYU. By the way, Houston's 13.5 over 13 and a half 13.5. Yep. Doesn't feel like it's enough. No, it doesn't. In fact, I might be adding that one to the to the Rolodex here coming up in just a and minute. Kansas is how big a favorite? 6.5. Six and 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 half. Half? BYU away from home. Right. Seems like a play. And one thing with Kansas, now that we know McCullough is not going to be a part of it until. Maybe. Maybe conference tournament, Probably not. Probably not. NCAA tournament. Maybe. Sweet 16. Yeah. But you don't have to worry about that right now. The players, you know, the reserves that are getting more minutes now, mm-hmm. you're going to get that opportunity. And I, I think. It's a little bit of a load off there. I think Kansas comes out and dominates. I'll lay the 6.5. Give me under in the I game tonight against Valpo, two of the slowest teams in the country. As yes, I know, you and I went off for over 90. They did that with great shooting. I don't see it happening again. I will take under 147.5 in and I Valparaiso. You mentioned Notre Dame. They stink. Yeah, they got Wake Forest. Oh, coming off a big win. You know what I uh, like to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Notre yeah, yeah. Dame plus the 6.5 against Wake Forest at home. And wrap it up tonight. Steve Alford. Mm. Who, is, who they got? They CSU. Go, yeah, they go to Colorado State. Should be Ooh. a pretty good game. I'm gonna lay it though. Maybe it's just an opportunity for me to root against Steve Alford. That very well could be the case, but give me Colorado State minus the six and a half. Colorado State, Notre Dame, undering you and I Valpo, Kansas Loyola. I throw Houston in there for me, too. All right, that will do it for us. Murph and Andy in five
0: minutes. Jamie Pollard joins them in an hour and five minutes. The drive with Heather and Sean, three until 6 Where Miller and Condon. Trent and I are here weekdays from 11 to 1 on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.